Welcome, everybody, to the Boys of the Banged Up Bets, episode number 20. We out here. We're here, guys. With me, J-Mo, Johnny Morgan, the size, Adam Sizemora. I'm Cam Streb. How you boys doing? Pretty darn good. Happy Turkey Day tomorrow. We're here on Wednesday, first time, the 25th. Thanksgiving is tomorrow, the 26th. You guys excited for for that bread and that turkey? Oh, big time. I can't wait to comatose. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite holiday for food by far. What what is Uh, that? That's a no-brainer. Was that ingredient that's in turkey that makes tryptophan tryptophan yeah. i can't wait to just tryptophan myself into a coma <laughs> yeah. I, I fully intend on eating my body weight in turkey sitting on a recliner and just watching sports and then fading off into a very hardcore rem cycle i can't wait to tryptophan onto the couch and nap my life away <laughs> <laughs> doing, yeah. doing the first first thanksgiving at uh at the house just me and oh, the, yeah. me and the girl <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I'll get into my first bang up right now if you guys want to. So this is going to be oh. the first time I'm, I'm hang out with the fam at all. So we got some got the bad news from the fam. We got we got a little COVID outbreak. Oh shit. So yeah, can't can't go visit the fam. Um, yeah, so I'm hanging out to say the least. So first bang up COVID. Sucks. It's November 25th. It still sucks. That stinks. Yeah, that does fucking suck, bro. Is everyone okay? Yeah, yeah every, everybody's fine. Yeah, they just uh, it's uh, my brother in law. He just lost his uh, taste and smell, and so as soon as he told me that, I was like, "Yeah, you one hundred percent have COVID." I haven't heard of anybody that lost their taste and smell, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, we got a negative test." No, like every single time, <laughs> it's like you, you have COVID. Yeah, that's very yeah. clear sign of COVID. Yep. So, I mean, he's doing all right though. He's, he's just been spending time with the, with the boy. So I've been getting a lot more nephew, uh, nephew videos, which is awesome. So that's been cool. He was a uh, headbanging. He was headbanging to country music the other day. Didn't understand it. Not a big country fan myself, but, but the, but the nephew loved it and then hit his head on the speaker and he got his, now he has a big old shiner. It's hilarious. So just really getting into, really getting into country music at a year and a half old. So we'll see what happens. He's already getting after it. Don't know how I feel about it. It's not a bad call. Yeah. Well, if we're going to keep on the sickness train here, I got something that's banging me up as well. It's not COVID-related, thankfully. But the the little old pup in the household of mine, uh, Mr. Strider Man, must have fucking ate something on one of his walks because from last Friday up until this morning, this dog was shitting rampantly. Not in the house anymore because he doesn't do it anymore. Thank fuck. God for a coke shit flying out of his head. So I take him for a walk, come back in. So sleeping over the last few days. Has, did he get into your cocaine? I don't have any cocaine. Hmm. But he's, he's, if he did, I don't think he'd be shitting. I think he'd be just slamming his face through all the walls of the house because <laughs> he's already crazy enough as it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But Strider Boy shitting, banging me up. Well, Going down the sickness train, <laughs> I got a, a bang up of myself, and it has to do with the sickness called Johnny Morgan. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Saturday, a uh, girl throws a bachelorette party in, in the hometown. I get kicked out of the house, and I got to go find my own place 
to to stay and, and watch the football games. Went over to a local bar, watched watched Ohio State. Um, had had a few few beers, tossed quite a few back actually. Um, ended up finding up uh, hooking up with Johnny that night. Kicked the shit out of him in darts. Did you though? Yeah, yeah. Did you though? Your hundred point or your twenty point less not close twenties theory did not work out. Eh, it didn't. Eh. It didn't. So agreed. Proceeded. I don't know. We the point of the game is to win, and I won. Maybe. <laughs> Proceeded to go play cards after we get done with darts, and uh, Johnny face plants on the floor and falls asleep. Yep. It, it is 10 p.m. Um, what is your deal, bro? <laughs> I'm What's not allowed that? back home. I figured out the reason for this one. I knew it. I found I found out the reason easily on this one. Uh, well, size was at the bar. Uh, I was getting home to the house after going to the stores in the morning. So I ended up, before going to the stores, I had two cold, old pieces of pizza from a DiGiorno pie that we made the night before. And uh, that was the end of the intake of food for the day. Uh, then the rest was just a liquid diet until 10 p.m. And <laughs> the body gave out. Uh, body gave out. The booze caught up. And uh, I guess, guess I went to bed. You, you, no, I mean, you didn't go to bed. You just, On the floor. You fell asleep. On the floor. After you face planted off the couch, you rolled. You did like a nice little roll nice little under, tuck, your, right? under your side, and then you rolled straight off to the ground, face plant, and then you were out. I was done. Stick a fork in me. I was yeah. done. I'm not gonna lie, John. You're since you turned 30, you have become the biggest drinking bitch in the entire <laughs> world. Yeah. And now I need to make sure I eat. I gotta do all these things. It's it's not a good it's not a good situation. We'll figure it out though. We'll get there. It did turn into a positive for anybody that was privileged enough to get Christina's Snapchat. She did. <laughs> I was in communication with her via text and uh, I let her know that Johnny was passed out. And she said, well, just come on over. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's OK now. Like we already had our day. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm not ready to go to bed. I don't want to just sit here with Johnny passed out on the floor. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. I'll go home. And yeah, like I said, uh, there might have been some uh, cheetah print underwear involved. And if you were lucky enough to get that Snapchat, well, count yourself a little luckier than on Sunday morning. <laughs> so do you do you remember the build? I'm more interested in the buildup on how I got the snap, though. Like, I mean, what 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 was the thought process? Like, do you remember? It was just kind of like it was sitting there, and you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing these bad boys on. These look like size more size. Uh, so it was a, a present, um, from all the girls and they got like different underwears. And one of the girls was showing me some of the nicer ones and, uh, you know, the cheetah print ones came on and I was like, well, those those look kind of (laughs) nice. And, uh, yeah. One thing led to another. One thing led to another in a Snapchat one out. Then he had cheetah print underwear. <laughs> you were wearing cheetah print underwear over your jeans or pants. I don't know if they were jeans. I can't remember. But all I could, all I could, all I could stare at was the cheetah print underwear. That's it. I mean, that's all hey, I saw. It was a good snap. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a good one. So thank you, Johnny. You're welcome for getting no so banged up. Yeah. To force me to wear cheetah print underwear. Yeah, you know when. I have to sit on the couch while wifey's getting ready to go to her hang out with her friend. The Ohio State's pissing me off. 
The claws start flowing. Food is not even in the mirror of my purview of looking to eat. And uh, then you come over. I get all excited. We're about to watch football, play some darts. Then the beer start falling more. Still haven't thought about food. And the body gave out. Which is opposite of last week when we had the rail uh, after work. And we stayed up till four in the morning after that. Just yeah, that sucks. boozing. So it's the food. I just yeah. got now. I'm 30 now. You know, I got to have a tummy full. I got to have some. I got to have a base down. Can't gotta just go in there. No food in the thumbs. I got to have something in the tank. Then I can. Then I can roll. Strategy. Sounds like you. You need to learn from your mistakes. And you know what? I'm, we're just like in the, any other team. We're gonna get a little bit better each week. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> you just have to start. Yeah, starting completely over. Yeah, you're an all-time great in college, and you just been going downhill. And you're just like, okay, man, I turned thirty. I got to turn my career around. I'm. It's yeah. in. Yeah, you got. <laughs> We have a couple first-round picks. We're going to use them well. We might trade back to accumulate some more, but, hey, we're going to turn this franchise around. <laughs> I feel re- good about it. You got relegated. Now you got to work your way back up. Yeah. If Leeds can do it, so can John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you're taking anything from your NFL team, like you're going to be in this in this position for a long time. We don't have to talk about them because <laughs> uh, I'm even more pissed at them. So we'll get to that. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Any other bang-ups, boys? We get into some sports. Well, we need to bang up about these NFL picks. Yeah, we turn this shit around. <laughs> We're gonna turn this damn bus around. Oh boy, Sizemore, give us the recap. Who? Ah, not good. Uh, Johnny, three and seven yeah. overall, thirty-one thirty-five. Size, three and seven overall, forty and fifty-three. Cam, three and six overall, thirty-three and forty-one. Yikes! Nah, but I, good. But I hit the teaser. That doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> I hit the teaser. Hey, the, the it just stays hot. The teaser's, the teaser's still hot, hot, boys. The teaser's still I hot. Too. I hit it too, yeah. so we're back to we're back to hot. <laughs> we're back to it, and I'm pretty sure I won both of my Johnny versus Cam or Johnny size versus Cam bets last week too. So that's good. So that's a plus. So uh, if I was going to win games, I'm glad it was those. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, the Seattle just. Uh, Pooped on Arizona, so yeah, that, well, that was a fun watch. Yeah, not not it was not fun to watch. Nope, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. <laughs> uh, I bet you did. Well, what the fuck's the first game? Let's just start, let's get into it. We don't right. live in the past. We live in the present, boys. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day, it's Turkey Day, football. Turkey Day games, Turkey Day games. We only got two of them, but the first one on the docket is Houston versus Detroit. I think this is like. I wish I would have remembered that number. Some number of times that Detroit has hosted a Thanksgiving game. It's like every year. Yeah, I know, but there was a number and I had it and now I forgot it. It's gone. Yeah, I know it's gone. Either way. loser. uh, (laughs) I should have marked it down. Um, All three of us took this game. I need to bet something tomorrow and I need to watch some football because that's about what I'm going to be doing. Yep. I'm looking here. Uh, I have faith in Deshaun Watson. And I do not have much faith in the Detroit Lions. Stafford and Galladay are kind of injured, still banged up. So I'm going to take Houston minus three and wait for it. Parlay Moore is back. Oh, God. <laughs> Parlay into the under 51 and a half. Mm. I don't hate it, uh, mainly because I did also take Houston minus three. Reason for it is because Kenny Galladay just. He doesn't take the field anymore. He just his 
just said, I'm good on football this season. <laughs> he basically should just opt out because of COVID at this point. Um, Detroit has also lost the last three Thanksgiving games. And I think that trend will continue. Deshaun Watson did some Deshaun Watson things last week. And I think he has another big game. Houston minus three. Yeah, these are like, on paper, these are almost two identical teams. I mean, they literally have no run games, all passing. Um, it's just who you like. I like Deshaun Watson in the Dome to beat Detroit on Thanksgiving. Give me Houston minus three. Also, shout out to Deshaun Watson. He reached out to Joe Burrow because the same thing happened to him in his rookie season. He said he'll go through a rehab process with him. Help oh, him that's back awesome. Up. So uh, shout out to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson seems like a pretty pretty good dude, pretty stand-up yep. guy from from what everybody says. Who knows? But Big time. Yeah, I, that's hey, stellar. Hey. Yeah, clap it up, Deshaun. Clap, 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 golf clap. Yeah. All right. The second game for the Turkey Day is the Washington football team versus the Dallas Cowboys. These two are fighting for the lives to get some wins here. They're fighting for the division lead. Yeah, true. <laughs> they all have three wins. It's a fucking joke. It's actually what? crazy. Philly's, Philly's in the lead right now because they have a tie. Yeah, because of a tie. <laughs> they all have three wins, but Philly's in the lead with a tie. Stellar conference. This is this is where it's at, boys. This is where, but, this is the big bucks. But I think this is the week. Dallas starting to turn it around. Dallas played Pitt close a couple of weeks ago. They got a win against Minnesota last week. The running game is, you know, starting to come back. Um, I would say one thing I'm a little uh, questionable about is this aggressive defense from Washington. Chase Young did some dirty stuff to, to Joe Burrow last week. But they have losses against the Giants, the Detroit, and Cincinnati in the past three weeks. I'm going to take Dallas minus three and over 45 and a half. Because mm. Parley Moore is back. <laughs> so it's another Parley. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't take the game, but Zeke looks to be kind of turning the corner. It was actually his first 100-yard game of the season, which is a little crazy to think about Yeah. Uh, last week. So I, I didn't take the game. I, I, it's the NFC East. I can't, I can't do it. I, I just don't have it in me to, to bet on an NFC East versus NFC East game ever again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my rationale from last week, guys. Uh, and the, the Washington hasn't won hasn't won away from home. They're one four. Um, I agree with the analysis, guys. I think Dallas is. I don't. They they look like by far the worst team in the league for about three or four weeks there. And then, you know, the pit the pit game was a little bit closer. I I, I originally attributed that to Pitt just playing down their competition, but then they obviously played well off a of bye week and got the W last week. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they're finally kind of adjusting their offense to a to non Dak Prescott with Andy Dalton. I think that Dalton's going to play this week. So um, look for some more like short intermediate passes and some things like that to kind of get away from this defensive line from Washington. But I like Dallas to cover three here at home. Yeah, and I mean just to build on that too a little bit. Dallas is uh, they were injury. Um, they had a lot of injuries at the beginning of the year. They're starting to get some of those players back, especially defensively. Yeah. Yep. So starting to fill those holes that, that were gaping for weeks on end. Uh, and unfortunately, the third game on Turkey Day, which I was looking forward to, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game got moved into a non-primetime game. Makes really fucking pissed off. But 
We'll touch on it first. It is Pitt, Pittsburgh versus Baltimore at 115 on Sunday. What a weird time. I, I know, right? Yeah, I, makes no sense. It's dumb, completely dumb. I would have rather them just move it to another, make it another Monday night game or something. Right. But I yeah. think it's because Baltimore has a, the Thursday night game next week or something like that too. Yeah, everyone, everyone's pissed off. Just yeah, whatever. I mean, regionally, regionally, yeah. regionally, regionally, it made sense to just make it a four or five game. Just make it a four or five game because then you have New Orleans, Denver, you have San Francisco, LA, Kansas City, Tampa, and then you have Baltimore, Pittsburgh. So regionally, you're fine. You just put it at four or five. You have four or four or five games. It's not that big of a deal, right? I don't know, but whatever. Logically, who knows? But going into this game, I mean, I think this is going to be another close one. Lamar has just literally fallen off lately. I don't know where he's been. League figured him out. Yeah. Um, either way, I am just backing the black and yellow here. It's minus four. I'm taking the over 44 and a half. I think that's a low over for this game. It's in Pittsburgh, so weather could be a factor, but I still think that this is going to be a scoring game by both sides. I just, I just feel that Pittsburgh is going to at least give them a touchdown to 10 points, um, more than Baltimore. So I'm taking, uh, well, that's what is that three out the gate? Yeah, three out the gate. Don't okay. worry. Yeah, I love this game too. Uh, I didn't touch the spread just just in case, but I do love the over forty four and a half in this game. I do think Pittsburgh is probably going to get some form of defensive score in this game, um, and also Baltimore's defense has definitely fallen off in the last few games. They have not looked good at all. Lamar has been figured out. He's not he's not good enough or consistent enough as a passer yet uh, to be able to rely on that to get them through a game. Uh, given their weapons on the outside aren't amazing, but still, if if you're Lamar Jackson, former MVP, you should be good enough to make the people around you that much better. Well, during the Steelers game, I mean, they had T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree coming on from the outsides, and all their sole goal was leave the running back, go for Lamar. Yeah. Like that was it, because they don't. They know that he's not going to be able to be consistent enough on the passing. Like, he overthrows Mark Andrews consistently. <laughs> like th- that's hard to do. The guy's a fucking ent from Lord of the Rings out there. He's a giant <laughs> tree, just saying, throw me the ball, and he's just like, no, I'm going to throw it into the second deck. Like, I, I don't know. So I think it's going to be high scoring. I think Baltimore will still put up a few points just because Pittsburgh's defense has been prone to giving up some points this season, at least against decent teams. Um, this is this is going to be a huge game in terms of positioning in that division as well. So give me Pitt over forty four and a half. Yeah, I'm staying away. I don't know. Right. Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore plays a little bit better away from home. So this is interesting, and I don't know. I'm not. I agree that Lamar Jackson isn't as what he was last year, but I mean he's still almost at two thousand yards, fifteen touchdowns, six interceptions, and almost three and for six hundred yards. So I mean he's a, he's a, he's counted for twenty six hundred yards and. 20 almost 20 touchdowns already this year so i mean it is what it is i i'm i agree with you he does he does miss throws especially mark andrews but yeah i don't think he has the running talent that they don't have that balanced run game that they normally always have because i mean baltimore other than what seattle has ran the ball more than any other team in the league over the last 10 years and they just haven't been able to do it this year so i don't know i'm not i'm not sold on the whole the league figured out lamar jackson as opposed to like i don't think he has nearly the talent that he did last year on the offense with them but it's the same team. Oh yeah. I mean, JK Dobbins is on the COVID list too. So that and takes Mark out Ingram. and Mark Ingram. Yeah. Justice Hill. Will so be playing running back. it's going to be, 
hey, to your point, Cam, I mean, that that running game needs to get going to get Lamar going. And yeah. um, it, I, I'm, I'm a little shaky on that this week. So, yep. all right, move into the Las Vegas versus Atlanta game. All three of us got it. Cam, why don't you lead it off? Las Vegas, man, they look good against the Chiefs. I, I mean, they've honestly, Gruden's got that team cooking, man. I mean, Carr looks like a, a a pro quarterback, dude. He looks he looks like an all pro guy. Um, Josh Jacobs running. I mean, their offense looks great. Defense obviously gives up points, but I don't know. They got that that bend don't break mentality. I, I don't. Know, I just like Las Vegas against ATL. I I don't think I don't think Julio Jones is playing. Is that right? Or did we did we get an official on that or or not? I haven't seen anything yet, but if, especially if he doesn't play, then I mean, I don't, frankly, I don't really care if he plays or not. I agree. I, um, I did see that that he's questionable. Yeah. So I mean, if I mean if he doesn't play, then ATL. I mean, obviously they lose a huge weapon there, and uh, and Calvin Ridley's kind of been injury prone over the last couple games too. So I mean, if they're I mean, especially their top two guys are questionable, not a hundred percent, and you know, Las Las Vegas is kind of cooking here. So um, the only thing that kind of gives me pause here is currently. Las Vegas's top two cornerbacks, Arnett and Robertson, are on the uh, COVID. I don't. I don't think they got tested positive for COVID, but they're on the COVID list currently. So this could be one of those things where they're either good or or they're not good. I don't know if they're in the middle of taking a test or what. So that's the only thing I'm kind of leery on with the with the Raiders here. But I like the Raiders to cover this three point spread. Yeah, I didn't see uh, Arnett, but I did see Robinson, and uh, he is. He came in contact, so he didn't actually test positive, um, which more than likely, if, if he continues the negative trend, then he would be active. Um, I don't have any any news on Arnett. But, yeah, kind of like what you said, I like Derek Carr. He has turned this offense into a cooking machine. Josh Jacobs has just kind of rounded out that team as well. Um, and – this is a Atlanta team that just got smoked by Taysom Hill. Um, and I'll say that again. They got smoked by Taysom yeah. Hill. I, that absolutely blew my mind. Um, Parley Moore is coming out again. I'm taking Las Vegas minus three over 55 and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm also jumping in on this game. Uh, Vegas minus three. Uh, Vegas, they know how to play the Chiefs for sure right now. And that's <laughs> been glaringly obvious. <laughs> right. Um, which if you're going to know how to play a team, you might as well pick the best team in the league potentially <laughs> and in your division. Uh, Gruden does have this team playing up. Their offense is just totally balanced. I mean, the fact that somehow John Gruden has now got Nelson Aguilar to start catching passes <laughs> is the fucking miracle. Yeah. Because yeah. in Philly, you can literally have did a handoff to him and he'd just throw it on the floor. So. <laughs> Uh, whatever they're doing, it's working. The defense definitely needs to shore up a little bit because um, it can be exposed at times. But I just think this Atlanta team is just shot at this point. So I, I think Vegas by three is a safe pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, skip over game. The Chargers, Buffalo. Nope. Neither, neither of us liked it. Buffalo coming off a bye. Uh, I'm not really too sure. They just got blown out by Arizona the week before. So Justin Herbert's really fucking good. Yeah. Going into, I got, uh, I'm the only one to take this one, but it's another NFC East team. It's the New York Giants versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Giants are favored five and a, five and a half here. Um, I'm looking at this game from completely a Joe Burrow absence and a Daniel Jones going to have a day. Um, Cincinnati's defense is not good. Uh, now their offense is not good without Joe Burrow. 
I don't don't have any faith in that offense anymore. And Brandon Allen is starting for them, by the way. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, it's not good. I like the Giants here at five and a half, and I I actually really like my parlay more than I did here. Um, <laughs> I like the under forty three and a half here. It's a a low over under, but I feel that the Giants are going to put up in the twenties, and I don't see since he getting off the board, getting off the um, clock too quickly. I think they might get some field goals and maybe a touchdown. Get some fat Randy in there. So I, I just, I, I'm taking the Giants minus five and a half under 43 and a half. I, I do like the Giants pick. I just don't know. I, you just never know with the Giants. Their defense has actually been sneaky playing a lot better than the way the season started out. Uh, Bengals starting Brandon Allen, Joe Mixon's on the IR. And I mean, it's going to come down to who's throwing T Higgins and AJ Green, the ball and Tyler Boyd. And if that's Brandon Allen, I don't have faith in that game. So I just stayed away. I mean, AJ, AJ Green's just looking to bat down Brandon Allen. He's dying to swat the shit out of those passes. (laughs) Uh, the next game, I actually am the only one to take this game too. And it's, uh, one game that I'm, I'm, Keeping my right eye on closely is the Tennessee <laughs> versus Indianapolis game. Mm. This is a game of all games this weekend. Indianapolis is favored minus three. Um, they just played two weeks ago. Indianapolis shut them down in the second half. It was a very good game going into halftime. And then Indianapolis goes, yeah, Tennessee, uh, suck on my left nut. <laughs> um and with that being said, Indianapolis, I thought they were a fluke, came out and just toppled Green Bay last week. Um, came back. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, Frank Reich is 4-1 and one against Vrabel. I am going to take Indianapolis minus three under 51.5 in this game. I think this is going to be a running game. Indianapolis is going to get Hines going. Tennessee is going to get Henry going. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of clock being run. So I'm taking the under in this one. Yeah, I didn't want to touch that game. Fair enough. Yeah. Be, well, be, the, one, be the one with the money on it. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't parlay it 15 different ways. No, just a two-way parlay is fine. Mm. All right, getting into the next game. It is Carolina versus Minnesota. And do we have an alert for you, boys? We have our first ever editing bet. The editing team has come in, and they have said, that they think they can do better than us. They have thrown two bets at us this week. The first one being Minnesota, Carolina. They are taking the over 48 and a half. I also took this game, and guess what? I did parlay it. <laughs> Go figure. Do you have any straight bets yet? Uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm taking Bridgewater. Um, CMC is looking to return this week. No, uh, I don't think he's playing. He's not playing? No, he's, he's said doubtful. Doubtful? Yeah. yeah. And is Bridgewater going to be back? P.J. Walker kind of balled out last week. He, yeah, I, I agree. I'll take P.J. Walker if he does play. But from what I saw, Teddy Bridgewater is playing. Um, and Minnesota has struggled as of late. Thielen is on the COVID list, so he's not playing. Um, big watch out for Dalvin Cook because <laughs> oh he God. is playing. He's so good. <laughs> and he just eats. But I'm taking Carolina plus four and a half under 48 and a half. It's a good pick. I like that. And shout out to the editing team. They do a lot of work. Um, so it's only fair that they get to a couple picks in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to see more from them in the coming weeks. 
Yeah, right. but, they, but they also stink though. Remember, at the same time, they definitely yeah, they, they definitely stink. Like they, yeah, like thanks, like thanks a lot, but yeah, you guys stink. So <laughs> like you have a musk, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of talking, so I'm gonna leave these next couple games up to you guys. Uh Arizona and New England. Johnny, take it out. Yeah, so Arizona let me down last week, and they let both of us down, sadly. It's like right when I'm like, oh man, I love this team, and I've been talking about them from week one. Kyler it's just like Murray. The, the consistency. I mean, Kyle Murray for fantasy this year has been outrageous. But you know, in terms of being on the field, he's had his moments. He did get hurt early in that game, so he automatically looked that his throwing motion was a little bit off. He was icing the shoulder literally between every drive. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was somehow shut down uh, after talking all week after the fucking. Uh, Hale Murray uh, that he caught. <laughs> so I think he's going to be prone to come back this week. I do know that Gilmore is back for New England, so that could be troublesome for DeAndre Hopkins, but it's going to come down to who wants it more at that point. But outside of that, I don't know how New England's defense is going to be able to keep up with containing Kyler Murray, at least with his legs even. So uh, I'll take Arizona minus two and a half. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it is in Foxborough, so you got to watch out for that as well. But, I mean, obviously, fans are going to be there. So, But, yeah, I like Arizona to bounce back this week and cover the two-and-a-half points here. Yeah, it, it just looks practical for a field goal win, at worst. Yeah, I agree. Yep, then then again, we have no idea what New England team is going to come out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? But safe. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty safe play to take Arizona minus two-and-a-half. It's kind of crazy to think what this New England team actually would have been if eight of their defensive starters did not out for the entire season. Right. Yeah. And if they did anything remotely close to getting a weapon on the outside for uh, Cam Newton, because Edelman's been down. And he's also just getting older. They're using Jacoby Myers. I mean, the guy had – he played quarterback at NC State for a little bit. Like, it's, it's, it's a shame. I yeah. mean, I'm happy about it because they've just – run up and down the Jets' face for 25,000 years. But it's just like, wonder what it would have been. Right, right. All right, the next game we got, Miami versus the Jets. Oh, God. I'm going to skip <laughs> over the downplay of Johnny over here. So, Cam, why don't you lead it off? Yeah, Miami looked bad last week, boys, but the Jets. Tua is not good. I wouldn't Tua. go that far. I wouldn't go that far yet. This is literally his first season, so. I mean, okay, he had, he had a bad game. I'll give you that. Um, but it is what it, I, I'm not going to go and say after four games he's a he's a bad NFL quarterback. Like, come on, too too much. He's three and one as a starter. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how these this Miami team bounces back. They're well coached. They got a good defense, opportunistic defense, I should say. <laughs> Nailed it. Two weeks in a row, boys. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think Miami's D is good for at least a score against the Jets this week and. Like Miami minus seven. Yeah, so the Jets can go fuck themselves last week for just trying to stay in that game, and they all they did was they tried to they out jetsed the out Chargers. Basically, the Chargers were doing everything they could to lose that game, and the Jets were like, "Oh, maybe we should try to win this game and just blow everything and not get the number one pick." Um, and then the Chargers had the audacity to, while we were pushing on the bet to hike the ball, and then run directly in the end zone and willingly take a safety. So instead of pushing with the spread being at eight, they decided to run into the end zone and make the spread six. Therefore, we lose the bet. So I'm pissed all around the board. 
but I do like the over in this game, over 44 and a half. Uh, I see Miami getting back on the special teams and or defensive touchdown train. Uh, the Jets have shown they are able to move the ball. I doubt Darnold is going to play again. And basically Joe Flacco is just hurling Hail Marys down the field and Perriman's catching one every eight of them. And they, <laughs> they're they going for a touchdown. So I think the Jets will still put up 14-some-odd points here, but Miami will win this game, no doubt about it. Over so, 44 now. So you think Miami's putting up in the 30s? Uh, very possible. I, I mean, I hope so for your butt. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm confident on the over on this because it's either the Jets score, you know. I mean, you weren't confident in what I just said thir- but, over 30. You weren't confident there. Yeah, very I mean, possible. You just said the Jets are scoring 14. So to, yeah, they, they, I mean, they could score more. They to get, could. I mean, to the get Jets over they, they, put up, they put up in the 20s a few times this year. You need 31 points. I'm looking for garbage time. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you you sound confident, and then when I ask you about the numbers and the breakdown, you said very you're not possible. confident. Very possible is confident. Not a numbers guy. Not a numbers right. guy. Not a numbers like guy. Over forty four and a half. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> you know, you know what? I was actually thinking about trying, trying, to, trying to help you, <laughs> jumping in on that, but I, I'm not. I'm not going to. Yeah. You won't. You won't do it. Oh, all right. The next one we got: Cleveland versus Jacksonville. The podcast boy himself does not take Cleveland, but the Jets boy does. Johnny, break it down for me. Yeah, I mean, Cam, what are you doing over here? Uh, kind of, I mean, that just bugs the bejesus out of me. <laughs> take the damn fucking game. What are you afraid of, the Jacksonville Jaguars over there? Because your team has played the two most boring football games I've ever watched in my entire fucking life. Oh, my God. All right, yeah. Uh, Cleveland finally not playing in Cleveland, so there won't be – Fucking <laughs> catastrophic apocalyptic weather for the fifteenth straight week. Apparently, uh, Cleveland's going to win this game. And I think they'll win it very easily. Cleveland minus six and a half. Down, Kareem Hunt was just jumping over people last week. Nick Chubb is just pulling the Jamal Lewis. No sleeves, no armbands, no gloves. Just stiff arming people into the dirt. Cleveland's winning this game by fourteen. John, did you did you look at this COVID list for Cleveland right now? Did you look at it? <laughs> don't care? They're okay. playing Jacksonville. Right. I, dude, I don't know. I don't know who's going to play defense for the Browns right now. You don't have Miles Garrett again. You don't have Denzel Ward. You don't have Taki Taki, who just tested positive, who's actually been playing well over the last three or four games. So you're losing your best defensive lineman, your second best linebacker, and your best cornerback by far, your best secondary player. I don't know who's going to play defense. So it's either the Browns you're are going to have to score. You're going to have to score fifty to beat to beat Jacksonville. So I don't know. I'm just saying, like I I don't know. And they just they just separated the offense and the defense today. Like I don't know what's going on. Like I I totally see more players testing positive and sitting out this game. So I'm not touching this thing at all. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know if they're going to play this game. But I just looked at this COVID list. I'm like, okay, we don't have anybody to play defense. So what are we doing here? Doesn't matter. Jake Luton's playing quarterback. You're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. They stink. Jake Luton threw four four picks last week. Guys, fucking blowing dick right now. Cleveland's winning by seven because all they're going to do is hand the ball off and run up the gut. Kim, you tried to talk logic into him a couple weeks ago while you were sitting in Gale Coast wins. <laughs> that um, was a principal bet. I understood what was happening, but I, was, I had to stay with it. I'm, yeah, you're understanding what's happening right now. No, I'm not. So. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars, just right. the Cleveland Browns run game. They're yep. not going to be able to the, stop Hey, them. Hey, we got your point. Cam got his point in. Cam's been right when he's bet Cleveland. Sure. Your team sucks. It does. 
<laughs> and Cleveland plays boring football and he had knocked out the first round of the playoffs today. Although apparently Cam's so afraid of the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, he thinks they're going to lose. Fuck yourself. There's done. I don't, I don't honestly don't think they're going to lose. I just don't like the, what is it? Six and a half, seven point spread. Yeah. I see this yeah. being like a three two one point game, something like that. I don't know. I just see, I just don't see this going well. So. Six yeah, and a half. So suck it. All right, nice game. Uh, actually, the nice game is a skip over game. We're just gonna bypass the Taysom Hill Saints nope. versus the Drew Locke Denver Broncos. It's a fucking snooze fest. And I actually really kind of want to take Denver here. <laughs> I, no, I kind of do. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Hey, first straight up bet. I'm taking Denver plus six. And is it really plus six? Yeah. And the only reason is is because of Drew Locke. You talked him up beginning of the year. And he's actually started to turn it around. He's I go back to previous podcasts. KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy. He has been on just some type of link with them. Yeah. And they have had some hookup. I don't think this Taysom Hill New Orleans team is going to be able to be as dominant as they were last week. Granted, I think what they scored 27 points last week. Um I think that Denver can at least keep it close at plus six. So I'm taking Denver plus six. Where's the game? In Denver. My lie. Better chance, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, nice game. John, you have this one. It is the San Fran versus Rams. Yeah. Uh, Rams, good team. Probably one of the sneaky best teams in the league right now. Aaron Donald is getting double, triple, quadruple teamed every play and somehow still being – an entire force on that line. It's actually remarkable to watch. Like, it's 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 incredible. They like show a replay. Like Aaron Donald gets the quarterback, and then you like they show a replay of how he got there. I'm like, how how did that even? Yeah, both come guards out? are crashing in on him with the center, and then they're using a, a running back to come in and try to chop block him, and it's not working. So uh, <laughs> he's been irked. He's been irked by blatant no holding calls because he hasn't recorded a sack or a tackle over the last two games. Yeah. But he's still making. He's still a difference maker in it when you watch the actual games because he's freeing up the rest of the pass rushers in that game. Uh, but I still really do like the Rams in this. The 49ers still really beat up. I do think Moster's coming back, but overall the 49ers are just banged up. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams minus six and a half in this game. Jared Goff with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. That's just a that receiving tandem just works. Well, together. I mean, Cooper Cup last game what at eleven for one forty-five. Right. Single reason why I lost my uh, week in fantasy last week in my right. New York League. Robert Woods, same thing. I Just mean, feasts. He literally, I think he scored thirty points in in our fantasy. League. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he also had ten receptions for like a buck thirty and mm-hmm. a tutty. So yeah, I'll take the Rams minus six and a half on this. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I stayed away from this, it, this kind of goes back to Derek Carr. Jared Goff is like a Derek Carr in my eyes. You don't know what you're going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get. He literally can look like gold, and then he looks like fool's gold. And I'm like, he'll he'll throw a ball, and I'm like, where was that even to? <laughs> and then he'll throw a dime to Robert Woods crossing up the middle through three guys. I'm like, that was a fucking bullet. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking yeah. that they're. I'm just thinking that the Rams are one of the real teams right now. So I agree. I just didn't like six and a half. So stay away. Uh, a couple jump over games here: Kansas City versus Tampa. Tampa Tom. Uh, Kansas City favored minus three and a half. Um, I just, I just want to 
two two good teams that just kind of want to be a fan. Just going to be a fan of the game. Yeah. And Tom Brady, uh, the game's not at eight. So uh, if the, if a game was after eight, I would hammer Kansas City because Tampa Tom Tom Tampa Tom cannot <laughs> win after eight o'clock. No. Can't do it. Past his bedtime. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, yo, um, I gotta go to bed. Nightcaps. <laughs> I need my, I need to suck my thumb. <laughs> I'm trying to catch some Z's, bro. Uh, the other the Sunday night game that we're skipping over is the Chicago versus Green Bay game. Nope. Green Bay's been uh, on the struggle bus. I I. I Personally, I kind of want to take Chicago here. Green Bay's favored eight and a half, and I think Chicago can actually keep it close. But I'm actually just going to keep it, keep it simple. I'm going to skip over. We're going to go into the Monday night game. It is Seattle versus your NFC East leaders, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh my god, John, why don't you tell me how this is going down? Yeah, uh, Seattle, they're dramatically better team. Then Philly, I would take almost any team in the league over Philly at this point. Uh, Even the New York Jets? I think that game would be awfully close. <laughs> I think it would be awful close, and if the Jets wanted to get their first win, that would probably be the one to do it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go Seattle minus four and a half. I think the spread should be larger than this. Um, Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback right now. He's a bad quarterback. He's doing more harm than good for this team. I've been saying it for weeks. Uh, I don't care about the injuries at this point. It's just th- that is a th- terrible th- offensive line, though. I mean, granted, I'm with you. He holds onto the ball way too long, but that offensive line is absolutely trash, and it does it doesn't help him in the slightest. It doesn't help him in the slightest, but still, he's making a lot of fucking very poor throws. He's he's not playing anywhere near where he should be playing. Uh, he, I think the Carson Wentz of 2017 is he's long gone. And uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say, hey, it's time for you know Jalen Hurts because that's just saying like they're they're technically still winning the division right now. So if you're throwing in Jalen Hurts, or on the contrary, if you're not throwing in Jalen Hurts right now, you're saying you're you still are confident that this team will win this division with Carson Wentz in the helm. Uh, but I'll still gladly take Russell Wilson minus four and a half in this game. My thing is, even if you make the playoffs, like, what is your rationale here? Like, try Jalen Hurts. Even if you try him for a couple of weeks, just try him out, see what he has, see where you need to work on with him, pull him out the end of the season, fair enough. But you have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. You guys are three, six, and one. Even if you make the playoffs, whoop the fucking goddamn do, yeah. you are gonna get your ass kicked by any other team. Yeah, I, I also think another big portion of this this game, uh, not this game, uh, this Philly team is their offensive scheme is just it's so lost at this point. Uh, they need a total no run game. Yeah. 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 No I mean, Miles Sanders is a pass catcher. He's never going to be an in-between tackles. Like, yeah, he can have some breakaway runs around the outside, but he needs to be out in space and catching passes in, in space. Yeah, just give me Seattle. Minus four. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. That also goes back to Philly's offensive line is terrible. They can't run block. They can't pass block. They can't do anything. So good luck with for Miles Sanders and anybody in the backfield. But, yeah. I got I got Seattle. I like Russell Wilson. I like the Seattle team. Carlos Hyde's back. They might get Chris Carson back this week for the run game. Looked looked really balanced and really good against Arizona. I like Seattle minus four and a half. All right, Johnny, why don't you give me that uh, parlay that's going to be smoking hot? Uh, let me start it off with the Arizona minus two and a half, Las Vegas minus three, and Cleveland minus six and a half in the parlay. 
Oh boy. Cam, you got a you got you got a teaser for us? Oh yeah. Teaser's yeah, still high. Actually, oh, yeah, I actually got a parlay. Oh, give going, it to me. Going Las Vegas minus three, Arizona minus two and a half, Seattle minus four and a half. That's that's good. I probably should have just did that. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to jump in on that parlay. You're I, jumping in on the parlay. I, I like that parlay. Wow. Something's going to fuck I like it from, from that. Yeah. No, I, mean, I like it. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, we'll see, boys. I mean, Sizemore, obviously, as soon as I said parlay, Sizemore was like, well, I'm size, I'm size parlay. So <laughs> I, I will obviously be in this video. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm parlay more, bro. His ears, his ears perked right up. He's like, parlay, I'm not in it. <laughs> I also do have a hot teaser of the week, though, if you guys want to if you guys want to dabble in that real quick with me. Yo, give me the smoking hot. Let's hear it. Smoking hot teaser of the week. Houston is going to be plus nine. Miami plus five and a half, or I'm sorry, five. Dallas is going to be plus nine, and Seattle seven. I see what you did there. Get on a little college. Oh yeah, big college slate, and I don't know if we should have because I don't think anybody did very well in college. But size oh, give us a All right, yeah, back off a little bit. Yeah, man. Johnny went four and four, kind of even keel, thirty four and twenty six. Size went five and three. Okay. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. 27-30 overall, and Cam went 2-6, and 21-27. and 27. Oh, boy. And a lot of fucking five pushes or yeah. five COVID. <laughs> five COVID games. Yeah, five, yeah, a lot of COVID games. Yeah, we had a big we had a big slate last week, and then none of, half big of our slate. games didn't even play. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of yeah, bullshit. Got a lot this week. Let's Thursday. And this, I can't believe you guys didn't jump into, the, in, into this game. This is going to be the best game of the week, boys, and I'll tell you why. It's New Mexico. It's Utah State. They might be two of the three worst teams in college football, and they're squaring off on Thursday night. All right? I mean, this Utah State team, I mean, they, they might get beat by BG by 14 points. That's how bad this Utah State team is. This, this line is New Mexico minus five and a half, and I'm all over this thing. I mean, give me the Lobos, baby. New Mexico minus five and a half Thursday night. They kick in the snot out of Utah State. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. You didn't talk me into it. These are two bad teams. Um, I'm gonna let the bad teams no, play it out. Of, no, no, play it out not, they are not bad team size. They are the worst teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you forgot about uh, Kansas and UMass. Oh, you. We'll, we'll get into Thanks. those later. <laughs> I mean, this is gonna be. I I can't wait to watch this game tomorrow. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the the Friday games here. I think we got a lot. Of, we got a big Friday slate actually here, boys. Yeah, a lot, Friday, a lot of Friday games. Let's check out this schedule here. So, looks like the first one up is going to be at noon on Friday. Iowa State versus Texas should be a good one. Who took this with Johnny Size? You guys both yeah. took it, right? Yeah, I mean, this, this is uh, I think an easy one. Iowa State's coming off a fucking stomping forty-five-zero against Kansas State. Um, you know, Bryce uh, Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall needs to be a thing. He needs to be. He really need, does. Everyone needs Yo. to start talking about him. He needs to be a thing. He's going to be the number one running back because he's that good. It's just he's a thing. And Take he's over Chuba Hubbard. And well, I mean, I like him. No, okay. <laughs> he's my thing. And. <laughs> Texas is actually a favorite, minus one and a half here. I'm going to take Iowa State money line, get some extra juice on the game, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm taking. Yeah, um, I'm with you on that. Uh, Texas hasn't played in a few weeks, and uh, Iowa State's been rocking and rolling. Matt Campbell got the boys ready to roll. Hall's just been doing Hall things. 
Uh, I'm going to take the same exact thing. Iowa State money line. Yeah, I can't argue against it. I think I think this is going to be a real good game. Um, Texas has been playing better though. You know, can't discount that. They got a good one over Baylor. OK State in OT beat West Virginia. I mean, not not a great game there, but they got the W. But yeah, you're right. They haven't played in a couple weeks, so you know, are they going to be all jacked up and and play well, or are they going to kind of be sloppy and get some you know get some bad penalties, maybe some turnovers, whatever? But Iowa State's playing well, so I stayed away from this game though because I have no idea what's going to happen here. Fair enough. I'm staying away. So, good game to watch, though. It's going to be a fun one. All right. Next Friday game. Looks like we got your Liberty Boys versus UMass. Oh, baby. My boys of Liberty. Hugh Freeze got the boys rolling. And UMass, we've just touched on it. They don't even want to be playing right now. (laughs) They literally openly said it and said, we didn't even want to play this season. And (laughs) let me tell you, it fucking shows (laughs) because your team is a joke. Uh, Liberty minus 36 and a half. Give it to me. Yeah, I mean, just quickly, UMass gave up 52.7 points per per game last year. No wonder why they didn't want to play this year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really wanted, really wanted to go quicker and not give that stat because they're eight and one versus zero and three. Liberty minus three six and a half. Yeah. Next game, big big one. Let's do it. All right, Johnny. This has to be you because you're the only one that's dumb enough to bet on Notre Dame. So Notre Dame, North Carolina, three thirty Friday. What do you What are you thinking here, JMO? Well, let me tell you, I did take this game, boys, but I didn't do what you think. I do think you took the under. UNC is going to give them a run for their money. But I actually went with the over. Ooh. Over 67 and a half. Holy 67 God. and a half? Yes. And the reason for it is because UNC's offense is led by. Ow! <laughs> and they could score with anybody. They could put up points on anybody. I'm not really worried about them scoring, even though Notre Dame's defense is very good. But it's UNC's horrific defense that I think will allow this total to become very easy to hit. Uh, so I'm going to go 67 and a half. And also, Ian Book going to be whispered about after this game in the Heisman talks. No. He's had, you, go look at the stats, bro. I'm looking at it right now. Not that impressive. I mean, he's 11 TDs to one interception. I mean, whatever. I don't know. This is what it is. I can't wait for Notre Dame to disappoint you. It's going to be glorious. I mean, I just want points. I don't care how they come come by. I just want points in this game. It's going to be like a nine to six game. Sure isn't. <laughs> sure, sure. sure isn't. <laughs> All right. Good. Good point. Good point. All right. Next game we got is UCF South Florida. Think Sizemore. This is you, right? Let's go. Yes. UCF just played Cincy very tough last week. Um, this USF team, on the other hand, is on a seven-game losing streak. Thanks. They won their first game, lost seven in a row. They are awful. UCF is favored here, 14 and a half, and I like it all day. Give me UCF minus 14 and a half. I do like that pick a lot. I'm not going to add it, but I will I will mention USF, excellent uniforms. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. And Dylan Gabriel is unbelievably good at quarterback. What's the spread on this one size? 14 and a half. That can't be right. You think so? I, that, sure. that just doesn't, that just doesn't no. seem right. 
If it's, 14, well. if it's if it's fourteen and a half, then I'm I'm totally in with you. I when I first looked at this game, it was like twenty five. It was like twenty five, twenty four, twenty five. So either I looked at it wrong or something's going on here. There's no way yeah. that this is fourteen point spread. Just move on, and uh, I'll check a different website. Okay. All right, we'll get back to that one. Uh, Wyoming UNLV is the next one. So is this you too? Oh, so I won't look this one up because I got to talk about a game real quick. Uh, it is <laughs> it is the bucking broncos uh they did me dirty last week they were supposed to beat the shit out of U- utah state and uh you know covid reasons happened either way wyoming the bucking broncos are beating the shit out of the unlv team as unlv team stinks so minus 16 and a half for wyoming it's a good call yeah i like it yeah that's not bad i don't mind that one at all all right, I think this is our second editors-only pick. Or did it, did one of you guys also have the Central Michigan Eastern Eastern Michigan game? You guys jumping in on this Maction? Now, when you take Maction out of the days of the week, you know it loses its life. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a sad. It's a sad time. Yeah, I mean, it's regular Saturday football here, four o'clock. We got the Central Michigan Chippewas versus the Eastern Michigan Eagles <laughs> from Ypsilanti. Oh. Well, yeah. This is an editor only pick and they're and they're sticking hard. So this over is is what is this fifty nine and a half? Fifty yeah, we're 50, looking at? Fifty nine and a half. Fifty nine and a half and they're looking at the overs. Can't say that's a bad call. Chippewas scoring a lot of points. Eastern Michigan giving up a lot of points. Um scoring a little bit too here. But um yeah, Eastern put up at least twenty a game and looks like Central Michigan's put up at least thirty every game. So yeah, it's not bad. Don't see anything wrong with it. They're look at they're just they're just strictly trying to get in the maxion over but betters galore. So we'll see how Edding only does in that game this week. All right. I think the last Friday game we have is Oregon versus Oregon State. JMO, you in this one with me? Yeah, you know, I'm a, a Oregon fan myself over here, and um, I love the Oregon quarterback, uh, Slough, Slow, however you spell his damn name. It's 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 just a weird last show. name. Show. Yeah, show? Show. S-H-O-U-G-H, Show. Show or Show, yeah, something like that. It's definitely not Slough. I thought it was S-L-O-I-A-S. No, that's... That sounds like an EPL player. Um, it's actually S L O U G H. So, but we'll go with show. Whatever you just said it doesn't just, matter. Looking on ESPN, it says S H O U G H. Yeah, it does say that. Tyler, uh, Tyler I show. All right, we'll, we'll we'll go with that then. Um, I'm actually not taking Oregon in this game. I'm going Oregon State plus sixteen and a half rivalry game. Oregon's given up some points. Uh, the offense, I'm not worried about. It's just the defense. I think Oregon State can keep it at least within two touchdowns. So I'll take Oregon State plus 16 and a half. You got them on a teaser or something? I have them at 13 and a half. No, I did these picks right before we recorded. God damn it. This is the one you added late too, right? Yep, added it right before yeah. we started. Okay. I got them. I'm looking at the spread now, and when I looked at it, it was 13 and a half. So I got I got Oregon. I like it two touchdowns, and I like it at thirteen and a half. It's sixteen and a half. I agree with you, but I kind of like the Oregon. I see this kind of similar to the Stanford game that they played earlier. Oregon State 
kind of trying to to run the game. I think Oregon's going to get out early, and I don't think Oregon's gonna, Oregon State's going to be able to keep up with them. So I like Oregon State to cover or Oregon to cover by two touchdowns plus here and run away with this thing. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a couple spreads, so we'll we'll take. I, I see Oregon at thirteen and a half on one one site and uh, sixteen and a half on another. So go, you can go for the Oregon at thirteen and a half. Oh, we going? We running? Honestly, uh, fuck. I kind of want Oregon now <laughs> because I like the two touchdowns. <laughs> I didn't like anything more than that. Yeah. Ah, shit. All right, yeah. Fucking flip it. Let's do it, Oregon. Iorgini. Okay. Now, the big slate. Seems like every team, except for the, the games that were canceled due to COVID, is playing on Saturday here. All right. First game. We got to get into the action some more here. We got OU versus BGSU to start us out in the action. Is this just me? Is this just, just me on my lonesome here? You could talk me into it. I I, I don't know why you guys don't keep jumping on these matching games with me here, especially when BG is in, in, in the game here. So number one, BG is just very bad. Like that's all <laughs> that's all I can say. Number two is Ohio's not that great, but they're exponentially better than Bowling Green here. And the spread is twenty two and a half. A little it's a lot of points, but you know what? I like Ohio to get it done because, like I said, Bowling Green is very bad. I'm rolling with it. Ohio minus 22 and a half. They can't stop the run. Ohio has a nice run game. I like it. Give it to me. I'm staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away. Ohio hasn't done enough for me this year to prove that they're 22 and a half point favorites. Um, They only beat Akron by 14 and they lost uh, Central Michigan week one. So. Unfortunately, I agree that BGSU sucks, and if I was putting money on it, I'd probably put it on OU. That's a Vicket game right there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so far, the closest BG's gotten is, what, 2025? Yeah, 25. So, we'll BG see. scored their first touchdown last week. Yeah. <laughs> they did. We saw it. Yeah, we watched it. It was awesome. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. And our next matching ma- game here is Kent State versus Buffalo. So here's here, here. You're talking about matching games. I didn't like that one. I'm sorry. Um, but I do love this game. It is Kent State versus Buffalo. Both these teams are three and oh. They're going for the Mac East division title. I love this game at over 67 and a half. Both <laughs> Buffalo is scoring 42-plus points per game in all three games that they've played. Kent State, the last two games, have scored 60-plus points per game. This is going to be a fight. Who's going to come out on top? But give me strictly the over. Yep, over all day. Uh, Kent State was close to – if if they had five more minutes last week, they would have put over 1,000 yards by themselves. They they finished like 8-12 or something like that last week. Total yards. Yeah. A lot of offense in this game for sure, boys. Yeah. I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away from the over. 68 is too much for me. It's okay. interesting. Interesting Interesting. the spread here, too, is seven and a half. Man, that seems like too much for Kent or for Buffalo. Oh, well. Uh, hey. This is, a, this is a fight, so I don't like, I don't like that spread. Yeah. No, yeah, so, yeah, we'll see. It could go either way there. So, interesting. Okay. 
Our last matching game is Western Michigan versus Northern Illinois. I believe this is you on your lonesome size. Yeah, uh, talk about another matching game. I love it. Uh, Western Michigan, they have scored 151 points in three games, boys. They are cooking on the offensive side of the ball. That is 50 points per game for those that don't know math. Northern Illinois (laughs) has has struggled, but the over-under is 64.5. I like Western Michigan just putting points on the board, and Northern Illinois just tacking on a couple here and there. Um, So I'm taking the over 64.5. Yeah, I, I stayed away. Northern Illinois is really bad this year. I know. I agree. Yep. I mean, Western Michigan scores 64 and a half themselves. So I would love an upset, though, because it helps Toledo. 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 I'm, I'm sorry to tell you it won't happen. Yeah, it's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> <I can dream. laughs> the only thing that happens in mashing games is, like, the top of the teams, like, do, like, this stupid shuffle. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I'll beat you and you beat me. Yeah. And then. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Standard action over call. Love it. All right, Sizemore. This is I believe this is you again, strictly by the name. Wow, what what a name game this is, by the way. So getting out of the Mac, we're gonna go into the Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus the UL Monroe Warhawks. Wow, what a name. What a name game here. Battle. What do you got, Size? I love it. The Battle of Louisiana, they call it because I'm from there and they call it that. And <laughs> with that being said, the Raging Cajuns have been cooking. They're seven and one. I expect this game to get out of hand quickly. <laughs> this is an 0 and 8 Louisiana Monroe team. They stink. Give me the Raging Cajuns minus 28 and a half. Ooh. Thank you. Goodbye. I stayed away. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Big spread. It's a big spread. Big spread. Raging Cajuns, though, man. What a name. What a freaking name. I'll let, I'll, let it, I'll let it roll. Okay. Man, size more. This is got this is you again. I mean, I first of all, first of all, I wanna just I wanna clarify that this App State Coastal Carolina game was very tight and I almost covered. And then the pick six in the fourth quarter and the Chanticleers pull away. And they get it done. Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers are now 8-0. And they go up against the vaunted Texas State Bobcats. Sizemore, what do you got? Yeah, Coastal's getting closer to that uh, jersey at the end of the year. Um, you know, they go undefeated here. I'm going to I'm gonna buy myself a Coastal Carolina jersey. So <laughs> uh, Nice this, jersey. This is going to be an easy one for them. The spread's minus 16 and a half. Uh, they're 6-2 and two against the spread. They're, they've been cooking. Texas State has allowed 30-plus points per game in the last seven. Coastal Carolina, they know the thing called offense. They uh, studied it in college, and they're putting it to, to use on the field. Major in it. Yeah, they measured in it. So give me Coastal Carolina my 16 and a half. And they, they, in the polls for the college football playoff, they came in at 20. Ah, let's go. They don't have a shot. but I don't give a crap. Let's, let's go. I'm definitely nice I'm, I'm in. Jersey of the year. Uh-oh. Minus 16 and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Minus 16 and a half. Love that. Love that in this game. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. Texas State hasn't even come. Oh, well, they came close one time where they lost. But they only lost by eighteen. But then they oh they did lose to Georgia Southern by two. So that was a pretty close game. But anyways, I this like that minus sixteen and a half. 
Let's get it. Let's get a Chanticleers. Closet Chanticleer fans. Podcast boys, Chanticleer fans. Let's do it. Nice jerseys. Oh man. It's gonna be gonna be a lot of jerseys. Can't wait to own one. (laughs) Can't wait. All right, let's get into it, Johnny. This this smells like you. I it, this is just this is just my this is just my nose talking here because I don't know for sure. I'm just looking at the sheet. But SMU at Eastern Carolina is that is that you? Oh, you already knew it. <laughs> oh man, I know you fucks with the SMU Mustang. So what you what you got for me? I'm a big SMU guy, right now, <laughs> and I have no idea why because I don't win on them a lot. Uh, <laughs> Like it feels like all the games that they ended up just blowing the doors off teams. I didn't bet those, and then the games that came real close, and then they lost. I took those. So, <laughs> uh, this could be one of them. Who knows? Um, East Carolina fucking sucks. So um, I'm gonna again roll with Shane Bichelle and go SMU minus thirteen. You didn't talk me into it. I didn't have to say much. Cincinnati and and also East Carolina's coach is a little bitch. Yeah, he was kind of talking to Lane Kiffin after uh, – not Lane Kiffin. Uh, um, Luke there you go. I don't know why I thought it said Lane Kiffin. Um, but, yeah, he was he was bitching at Luke Fickle for running up the score. It's like, hey, you want to not get the score run up on you? Stop them. So it's almost like a spite bet versus them too. Fair enough. Yeah, Michelle, going to have a day. Minus 13. All right, yeah. You didn't talk me into it either, although I kind of agree with you there about – Eastern Carolina's coach, kind of a bitch. So, yeah, out there. All right. Now we got to freaking talk about these. The Johnny's lock of the week last week. I can't believe (laughs) they blew this for us in the fourth quarter. Down 40 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. And and Hawaii scores two late touchdowns, or I shouldn't say late touchdowns, but two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to close it and cover for Johnny on his lock of the week. On the 40, 40 to 14. <laughs> Your fucking goddamn Hawaiian team. Uh, they're was on the down. island, boys. They're on the island. I, Dead to rights. I am just I am just furious about that. I, I you know what? I changed change my back. We're going back. We're gonna change my bang up to, to strictly Hawaii <laughs> on the island. And Johnny's just spouting nonsense, getting their ass beat going to the fourth quarter, and Boise State and Boise State goes, No, we're good. We don't want to play. Five turnover Hawaii still pulls it out. Let me hear what you got this week. Yeah, well, Ohio versus Nevada. Nevada's pretty good here. What are you thinking here, John? Wow, boys. Hawaii's on the island. And they're getting points. And they're getting points. So <laughs> <laughs> I think this is kind of a no-brainer. Hawaii plus seven. Cordero, their quarterback, kind of throws the ball a little well. He's also leading the team in rushing. So give me. Hawaii, the island speaks. Yeah, I'm, so just, I'm thinking Nevada. Nevada. Yep, yep. Nevada yep. minus Wait, seven. I'm Wait, back. Seven. I'm back. I don't. I'm coming back so hard on this play, but I I can't do it. There's if this if this happens two weeks in a row, I'm gonna lose my mind. I will be so I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Big Hawaii guy over here. I'm definitely, I'm definitely in this. Don't have to talk much. Nevada's <laughs> going to win by more than seven. Nevada's I'm, Nevada's I'm, five I'm and zero, boys. Yeah, I'm, more, I'm more worried about this game. Because Nevada can score quite easily. Uh, but the island speaks. <laughs> Plus seven. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, my God. I hate Yeah, I, I just dislike John with just great, great 
authority right now. So I can't <laughs> wait so for good. Nevada to blow him out on the island. And then John just, just keep talking about the island. <laughs> you know what? Can't wait. Let's follow it up with the lock of the week. No, stop. All right. Next Hawaii year. plus no, seven lock year. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Back no back. Oh, oh God. Yep. I'm not going to let, I can't, I can't allow you to do that. All right. <laughs> Let's get into the big 12 here. Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech. Am I the only one on this game, or are you guys in this with me at all? Talk me in. <laughs> okay. Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech. We got OK State. They're struggling a little bit, boys. I'll give you that. They have lost. Let's see. They've lost two out of the last three. But Texas Tech has also lost two out of their last three. Oklahoma State coming off a rough loss against Oklahoma. Rough loss, rough, rough OT loss three games ago against Texas. They barely beat Kansas State, but I'll tell you why I'm rolling with this. Minus 10.5 OK State spread is because Texas Tech cannot stop the ball at all. Their, their defense is abysmal. They're giving up over 38 points per game. Oklahoma State, they can throw the ball a little bit, and they can definitely run the ball with Jubba Hubbard. So... I am taking OK State to control the game here and win by at least two touchdowns. OK State over Texas Tech, minus 10.5. A, a big part of me wanted to take this game because oh, I, I do like Oklahoma State. Uh, I just think Gundy is just uh, – how he finished that game last week with Oklahoma, it's like you're down 21. You're on the opponent's 40, and you're still punting the ball. It's like yeah. how are you getting paid $4 million a year to do that? Um, the problem I have with Oklahoma State is usually their offense is the one that you never really have to worry about. But right now, it's just the inconsistencies in yeah, their offense. Average. Uh, Spencer yeah. Sanders chooses, picks and chooses when he wants to be a really good passer. Weird defense is actually better. Yeah, that's <laughs> super it's weird. It's just a confusing game. Normally, I would say hammer the fucking over in this game like any other year. But right now, I've just said, you know what, I'll, I'll – I'll hold back off of it, but Wallace at receiver for Oklahoma State is a dog. He's really damn good. I'm curious to see where he goes in the NFL. Did talking you guys into this? Nobody's jumping in on this with me? Nope. All right, man. Let me sw- swimming in that cash. Too bad. <laughs> you got a limp dick on this one. Nah, man. They're covering that easy. Two touchdowns. No problem. No problem, boys. All right. Our other Big 12 game would be, oh, boy. Yeah, I guess I guess Kansas is playing this week. So, oh yeah, we're gonna talk oh, about yeah. we're gonna talk about that. All right, TCU versus the very very good Kansas Jayhawks. No, they're very. We have good. A, we have a losing. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, what do you got? I'm the, I'm the only one to take this. I don't know why. This is gonna be very quick. We have a big card. I don't care. It's three and four TCU. Give me them all day against Kansas, minus 24. Thank you. Wow, you talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I'm in on it. Minus 24, all day. Give it to me. <laughs> all right, I'll let you guys have that one. No problem. Thank you. Yep, you're, you're welcome. All right, uh, let's get into some SEC ball, boys. Florida versus, what is this? Kentucky? Kentucky. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. We got four. Kentucky here, boys. 
Am I the only one on this? Who else has got this? Jamo, you in this with me? You've been you've all, been hammering Florida. All, all three of us. Yeah, we all got all three. It. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Jamo, give it to me. Yeah, uh, last week, first game for Kyle Trask, not throwing four touchdowns. Instead, he threw three. Uh, Florida's a better team. They're getting Pitts, Kyle Pitts, back, uh, number one ranked tight end going into the NFL probably for next year. Uh, just another weapon for Florida to have on offense. Kentucky fucking stinks. They, they can't close out games. They can't start games. They can't even play in the middle of games. Give me Florida minus 25 and a half. Yeah, if Iowa State's Bryce Hall can be something, um, Kyle Trask definitely needs to be a thing. And, yeah, he's good. So that's about it. Give me Florida minus 25 and a half. Yep. I'm going to go a little bit different here, guys, because can- Kentucky – doesn't score their defense is is all right you know they've had a couple games where they just like shut down the opponent completely here um i don't think they're going to shut down kyle trask but i love i don't i don't know why this over is so high like because kentucky doesn't score unless they're just banking on florida scoring 60 points on their own but the over under here is 62 and a half i'm gonna roll with the under on this i think florida scores like 35 42 and i think kentucky scores like 10 so i hate that pick I I vomit on that pick completely. Yeah, I think I think this is like a thirty point game, and it's like forty to ten. So I I don't I don't think it goes over sixty two and a half. So I'm gonna roll with that under sixty two and a half. I, I don't like it. Uh, honestly, Florida could put up sixty two this game, and Kyle Trask, it's his Heisman to lose at this point. And, uh, hey, I'm I'm spiting. I'm coming in spiting over sixty two and a half. Well, Do shit, it. I'm gonna do, do it. it too. Do it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna parlay the Florida game. You know what? Fuck it. Me too. Oh shit. Parlay more is out. <laughs> parlay more is back. Over sixty-two and a half. And so both of you guys, both of you guys against me. All right. This worked out well for me last week. Let's hope this works out well for me this week. What's next? Oh, oh. I, I thought you guys were gonna get into that a little bit. Me talk some shit. Whatever. Okay, that's fine. No, no, we'll get into nothing else needs to be said. All right. Another little SEC matchup here: Mississippi versus Mississippi State. Who you got? Oh, it's the Egg Bowl. It's the Egg Bowl, and uh, cool. Both teams <laughs> stink. Not stink. good. Not not good. Not not a good game. Uh, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to just take a flyer. Uh, Mississippi State starting the young quarterback, Mike Leach, still just adjusting with this SEC uh, rivalry game. Give me Mississippi State plus ten. Is it a rivalry game? I mean, it is. It's just not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly. Size, size. You want to say anything else about that? I, I don't care about this game at all. I'm, right. I'm done talking about it. Yep. All right, for, Johnny. For good someone luck. who says that they like eggs so much, doesn't bet on the egg bowl. Oh, oh. I like eating eggs. I don't like watching shit eggs. Yeah, a shit of an egg shit. That's what rotten, that eggs. Meant. rotten eggs. Rotten eggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good one. Good one. I'm going to make eggs while I watch the Egg Bowl. Good. I hope they're rotten. Good. Smart man, smart man. All right, boys. Our last SEC matchup that we're going to talk about this week is Georgia versus South Carolina. Georgia favored 20 and a half. I'm sorry. 20 and a half. Over-under is 48. Are you guys in on this, or is it just me? I am in on it. Oh, okay. You're in in a way. Well, let let me give you this breakdown here. Georgia's winning this game. They're winning this game big. They got JT Daniels running the helm. Played pretty well last week. Um, Georgia's defense has kind of been struggling a little bit here. Um, So I like this over. Over 49. 
sorry, 48 over 48. Um, and I like Georgia to cover this 20 and a half point spread here. Give it to me, Georgia plus 20 or minus 20 and a half with the over 48 parlay parlay. Whoa. Well, I went a little differently and reason for it. It's about damn time. Georgia decided to fucking play JT Daniels and he didn't play pretty good last week. He played fucking great in 400 yards and four touchdowns. That boy should have been playing from the start, and I think Georgia would be in a whole different position if they did. Um, So I'm actually going under 48 in this game. Uh, I think Georgia will probably win 35-0, to be honest, because I think this is a good turnaround game for the defense. Under 48. Yeah, I like this game like 30-35-14, something like that. So anyways, no. No, it's good. I like my bet. You stink, John. Cool. <laughs> Neither okay. one of you talked me into it. What's that? Neither one of you talked me into it. Good. Stay. Well, I actually really like when you guys go against me, so it's fun. It's it's better that way. Really gets me going. Really gets the juices flowing. Anyways, let's jump into the ACC ball, and we got a big one here. Clemson is finally going to be back, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this COVID thing. But Clemson versus Pitt- Pittsburgh. Clemson's at home, boys, and all I got to say is look out, Pittsburgh. You guys in on this with me, or is it just me? Yes. No, oh, definitely yeah. oh, definitely, definitely here. Um, I mean, what I mean, what do you, what do you guys think the score is going to be? 70, 65, 63. It's going to be up there for sure. Um, I think after the shenanigans – between the Florida State Clemson shenanigans and the BYU shenanigans of last week into this week, um, I think Clemson's going to route Pittsburgh this week. And I'm actually going to do a parlay on the game. I'm going to do Clemson over 55 and a half because I'm confident that they're going to score 62 themselves. And I'm also going to do Clemson minus 23 and a half parlay. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, between the Florida State shenanigans and the BYU shenanigans, there's just shenanigans all over the place. Shenanigans. Say it again. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, so Pitt's been, Pitt's been okay, um, and they've actually had two monster wins over Virginia Tech and Florida State. Obviously, Florida State's like one of the worst teams in football, but that Virginia Tech, that Virginia Tech game, they blew them out. So, um, yeah, I just feel bad for Pitt because I think Clemson's going to come out and just pummel these dudes. So, I got Clemson. What do, what do you, what's it, what do you guys got the spread at? 23 and a half? Yes, sir. 23 and a half. I think that's golden. I'm going to I'm going to stay away from this over under. I don't know. Pitt, Pitt doesn't give up a lot of points here, so I don't know. I could, I could see this being like a 35-7 game or something. I don't know. But I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away from that over under. I do like Clemson plus, minus 23 and a half. I will say I think what happened with that Florida State-Clemson game is something very, very similar that could potentially happen with Ohio State-Michigan. I'm a little worried about it because Florida State was damn well scared to play that game, and they just wanted to kind of (laughs) screw Clemson over one other way just by taking one game off their schedule. I have a feeling at some point in this season, especially if Michigan's season keeps going the way it's going, Ohio State might not be playing Michigan because they're going to say they got fucking COVID. Yeah, could be. I, I could see that fucking happening. Wasn't wasn't it like one player at Florida State got COVID? Yeah, and then Clemson said, we'll actually play the next day, the next day, or the next day, and we'll 
do three tests each day at multiple different times. And Florida State's like, no, can't do it. Won't do it. And yeah, nothing, that's nothing, when nothing. Dabo was bugging out. Yeah, they wanted to play that game for sure. Well, speaking of FSU, this this news fest, Virginia versus FSU. Johnny, I think this is you. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a snooze fest in the sense that nobody wants to watch this game, but there will be points in this game. Uh, FSU's defense sucks. Virginia's defense, not great, but Virginia can put up some points. FSU at times can decide if they're going to put up points, and I think this is just going to be a little bit of a shootout type of game. Uh, 58.5 isn't uh, threatening over to me either, so give me over 58.5. kind of like that bet. I can't. I can't bet Florida State though. That that team is so bad. I could see them scoring zero points. So <laughs> I can't do it. All right. Our last ACC matchup is NC State versus Syracuse. Another freaking barn burner here. Great game. <laughs> Who's got this one? Johnny, is this I, you again? I certainly do. What's up with you uh, and terrible ACC games? What's going on? Listen, listen. Let's let's just talk about it. Uh, NC State. Yeah. They're not where they started the season, but they can still put up points because Syracuse's defense is literally tracing paper. Uh, Syracuse has put up a few points at different times this season, and I looked at the over, and I saw 51.5, and I saw an easy over, so 51.5. I mean, NC State just beat Liberty 15-14, and Syracuse lost to Louisville 30-0. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not with you on this one. All right. Well, and we get into our lone Pac-12 game, Colorado versus USC, for at least nice for Saturday. Johnny, nice Johnny, Johnny just doesn't stop. He won't stop. I won't stop. And, uh, yeah, so this USC team is actually pretty good, but also this Colorado team is very good. Uh, USC, I forget where they came in ranked in the college football playoff, but 18. I don't think they came in 18. Yeah, yeah so uh, they've looked pretty good. Uh, but this Colorado team is a team I don't think people should sleep on, especially early in the season, Pac-12 kind of game like this. Um, I'm actually going to take Colorado plus 11.5 to cover. Uh, I do think USC will win this game. I just don't know if they'll win by more than 11.5. So I'm going to play it a little safer and take some points, 11.5, Colorado. I been thinking- a- Let's go ahead, sir. I was, I was just going to say, I was thinking about this game. I don't like it at USC. Um, mm. So that was my only opt out and why I didn't like it. Yeah, this is an interesting overpick too because there's been a ton of points in the Pac-12. Um, I mean, just a ton of points across the board on every game. Like USC's, USC just beat Utah, which is normally a good defensive team, thirty-three seventeen. Arizona game they won thirty-four thirty. Conversely, Colorado won thirty-five thirty-two and forty-eight forty-two. So over under sixty-four here. I don't know. Man, yeah, you could see some points in this game too. I don't know. I'm gonna stay away from it. I I don't know. I, I can't. I, I'm gonna watch that game though. That looks like a good game. A lot of hopefully yeah, a lot sure. of points. Hopefully a lot of points. All right, and our last college football game is Northwestern versus MSU. Size, you with me on this one? No, I was thinking about this game, but let me hear it. I mean, honestly, MSU is absolutely terrible. Um, I am, I am a little like I have this like weird feeling. Like, no, I, the only reason I'm kind of just a little hesitant on this is because it's such a big spread at 13 and a half for Northwestern, and Northwestern simply really doesn't blow people out. They normally just like win by like seven to ten points. So, 
I'm going out on a limb here. I'll be honest with you guys, taking this 13 and a half point spread. But I really genuinely think that Michigan State might not score a point. I could see this game being 17 to zero. Um, <laughs> I just like Michigan State's terrible. They don't have a run game. They turn the ball over all the time. Like, they, I mean, I don't know. I just see Northwestern coming off a good win with with Wisconsin. They have to keep pace to keep that to keep that number one spot in the West. I like them to beat Michigan State here by two touchdowns. I'm going to go Northwestern minus 13 and a half. Yeah, I, I can't take it. I it, Northwestern just doesn't win by that much, and I can't do it. Yeah, they well, normally win by like seven to ten points. Like that's it. Like so, well, although they did crush Maryland earlier. I mean, they won. Yeah, they beat I, Maryland forty-three-three. But other than that, you're right. They haven't won by more than ten points in any in any of the four games that they've won since. So, thing is with Northwestern, they can really position themselves with a very very good chance to play Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. And I don't know that if Indiana looked the way they did against Ohio State and Northwestern's defense is dramatically better than Indiana's defense. It could be could be interesting, especially Northwestern came in at ranked eight. And if yeah. they stay undefeated and if they can pull out a win against Ohio State, that can completely shake up the top the top four. Because yeah. that would almost position Northwestern and Cincinnati to potentially get in. Yeah. Yeah, I think if Northwestern goes undefeated and wins the wins the Big Ten, they're in. I mean, I don't oh, think hundred percent they'll be in. There's a real question about it, but yeah. um yeah, I mean Northwestern has a slightly better defense than Indiana, but I, I really think that Indiana offense is elite. So um, mm, They were horrible up until this last game. They were mm-hmm. outgained in every game besides it. In the Penn State game, they were outgained dramatically. They didn't look – Michael Fenix finally broke out last game, which was alarming. After being down a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah. There's lots of look into that game. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I think, I think Indiana's offense is good enough to score on anybody. So I think they'll put up points against anybody. But yeah, I mean, Indiana's defense wasn't anything too incredible. They're just opportunistic, like we talked about <laughs> last week. <laughs> opportunistic, baby. <laughs> you, just, you just had to throw it out there. Yeah. I, I just, I'll, I'll keep throwing it out there. And I mean, the other big thing with Indiana too is they just don't have a run game. So I mean, it's all, it's all pass. But. That was bang. That was definitely banging me up last week. Was the the lack of adjustments at halftime on the Ohio State on the Ohio State defensive side was appalling to me. It was very bad, but is what it is. So, anyways, last thing to throw in: BYU is a bunch of bitches. I'm done with them. They can fuck right off. <laughs> I told you that was a lot of points, man. No, it's not even that. The, the freaking Zach Wilson wearing his headband. Any team, any time, any place. University of Washington reaches out to them, said, "Hey, let's play." University of BYU, BYU just goes, no. <laughs> so, yeah, take your damn headband off. Fuck yourself. Schedule a damn game. Prove that you you should be playing for a, a higher game, even though you've beaten dog shit teams all year. I'm done with it. I don't know why I'm sticking up for Zach Wilson, but it's not his determination of who they play. It was the whole fucking team with their little shirts and headbands saying any team, any time, any place. Yeah, it's it's the college themselves though that is like the ADs like yeah. Uh, well, that's why I said BYU, not fuck Zach Wilson. I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> Zach, Zach Wilson was the one wearing the damn headband. Well, there was multiple players wearing shirts and headbands. Okay, the players don't have shit. Well, they could fuck off too. I'm done. All right, cool, Very cool, close. cool. Good. Yeah, that's a good point. But who's got teasers? Anybody got teasers? I got a teaser. You got a teaser? I got nothing. I got a teaser. Yeah, no. Real quick one. Oregon, minus one. OK State, plus two and a half. 
Coastal minus four and a half. Northwestern minus one and a half. It's my teaser. It's my lukewarm teaser of the week. Huh. All right. You guys you guys ready to finish this up with some EPL? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. EPL size. Give us a recap. I, I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, yeah, we'll just start with me. Um, <clears throat> Goose egg. Uh, oh, zero and six. Uh, 24 and 30. Oh, cooking right on the even train with <laughs> 0 and 6 so that was that was nice i lost all my parlays parlay more in epl did not work out uh johnny went five and one Woo-hoo. overall 17 and 23 he's cooking lately the past three weeks oh. he is plus 1700 against his bets yeah wow he is 17 yeah. and 23 he's hit some big big bets i don't know what's got into me boys Cam went three and three overall, twenty-two and three, twenty-two and eighteen. Oh, over five hundred too! Look at that! Look at that! I started yeah. off real hot and came off not so much. <laughs> With that being said, uh, first game, uh, Friday night game. Uh, Cam, you're the only one to take this. The Crystal Palace versus Newcastle game. Yeah, Crystal Palace got no Zaha. I like Newcastle plus one. To either win or draw, I, I really feel solid about a draw here. But I was I played it safe, went with plus one for Newcastle. Give it to me. Yeah, I, just, I don't know about this Crystal Palace team, so I stayed away. Uh, the next one, we got the first game on Saturday. It's Liverpool versus Brighton. I like this. I like this being an over. Um, still not 100 sold on this defense for Liverpool. They did just beat uh, Leicester three to three to zero, but. Brighton has been scoring. Um, this Liverpool defense made up of Fabino, Matip, and Milner. I don't see lasting. I Cam, I'm not sure if anybody on that back line is coming back. Not that I know of, no. Either way, I like the over two and a half here for that game. So that's what I'm going to take. Yeah, I, I like that two size. Salah's coming back. Um, this Liverpool offense is absolutely cooking. Um Jota might be the best player in the world right now. Who knows? I mean, it's no big deal. Whatever. I mean, that boy just absolutely finds the net no matter what. So, um, yeah, him, Salah, Mane, uh, Firmino actually put one in. So, um, yeah, I like I like the over here, and I'm going to parlay that into I think Liverpool gets it done um, on the goal line as well, minus one. So I'm going to parlay that Liverpool minus one and the over two and a half. Wow. Yeah, I mean – just to quickly touch on that, doesn't matter if Salah's coming back because Jota just filled the gap. Yeah. He's, 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 yeah. Straight he's cooks. Phenomenal. Did he, I don't recall him being like this on the Wolves. I mean, he was good, but yeah. he was not scoring. Was he, I was going to say, was he this goal machine that I didn't see? Every single think? game that he's doing right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you put him in offense and he's just I mean he's just positionally he's just so good I mean he just he's always in the right place and I mean his his link up play with those guys up there has been phenomenal too it's just like he just fit in so seamlessly it's crazy so yeah I mean hand I mean Klopp is just one of the best in the biz at finding finding good players that fit his system well and goes after them and gets them for dirt I mean well Joe he didn't get Jota for dirt but Salah you know all those guys he got for really good deals so hands I mean golf clap golf clap for clap <laughs> the next uh Saturday game is Man City versus Burnley John you and I have this game I this Man City team has been struggling this Burnley team 
is one to be a defensive team. Um, I'm liking it's under three and a half here, and I'm I'm kind of liking this. So I'm going to stick with the under three and a half on this game. I got burned on the over last week, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under here. Uh, I actually did the same thing. Uh, Man City's not putting up the wild amount of goals that they used to, and Burnley, they used to be my draw, boys. And, uh, pick a Burnley for a draw. That used to be a safe pick for the, for the kid over here, but I'm um, not taking that this time. I'm just going to go under three and a half as well. Oh, I love that pick. Oh. Yeah, I'm adding it. I'm adding it. <laughs> there he is. Taking the under. Yeah, that's a that's a good bet. Yeah. Bright or Burnley just simply doesn't give up or they don't score or give up more than three goals in a game. So if they lose, then I think they lose by less than that. And I don't th- yeah, I like it. Yep. Minus I, minus three. <laughs> I see this game at like two oh. So like Yeah. I mean, that covers. I don't see two Burnley two one at most. I don't see Burnley scoring, but I don't see Burnley letting up more than yeah. yeah. Yep, I like it. I'm I'm, I'm rolling with you guys there. Good call. I say I stay away from this game, and I kind of want to be talked into it. It's the Everton versus Leeds game. Cam, you no, know, just just try to talk me into this. Please. <laughs> I have it too. I'm, I'm I'm begging. So well, I mean, I just I think Everton. Played well against. I mean, they, I shouldn't say they played well. They got it done against Fulham. They 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 scored their goals. They're back to scoring a little bit here. Um, they were they were kind of struggling to put goals in the net. I don't think they're like an elite defensive team, but I think they are an elite offensive team. And they got every everybody back, and I think they got the team back here. Um, and then obviously Leeds gives up goals, but I mean Leeds hasn't looked great over the last couple games here either. They've out of their last three, they've lost two and drawn one. So. I just like I like Everton to win here. I took him on the money line. Minus one oh seven. Yeah, I I went a little bit differently. Everton's they they got back into their little bit of groove last week. Leeds does give up goals. Um but I don't know if I'm sold on Everton being fully on back yet. So I actually went with the draw at plus two seventy. Whoa. Mm. Okay. Actually, I that I like that uh, Everton money line, so I, I'm going to add that one. You did talk me into that one. I'm going to definitely take that one. Um, the next game, this is not one that it can, I can be talked into, but both of you have it. It's the West Brom versus Sheffield game. Johnny, why don't you lead this one off? Yeah, I, I'm kind of going on a hunch on this one. Uh, kind of like the number. Uh, I'm going to just take Sheffield money line, plus 195. Uh, I think they can win this game like a ugly 1-0 game. Sheffield doesn't give up a shitload of goals. Uh, so I was close on the draw, but I just said, you know, let's roll the damn dice and get a decision here. Draws are harder to come by, at least it looks like over the last few seasons. So let's go with Sheffield, plus 195. I, I'm feeling the draw all out here. So this is only my second draw call. I think, but I just I just feel a draw zero zero one one two two. I don't I I don't see a ton of goals. I I'm thinking one one is the is the score here though. I'm sitting draw plus two oh eight. Love it. Give it to me. Yeah, kind of like that. God. Yeah, I was I was torn between the draw and the Sheffield money line because uh, again I either see Sheffield one zero or a one one game. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm gonna say way. Uh, the next game Sunday morning we have. Man U versus Southampton. I'm looking at this game. Man U's starting to heat up a little bit, but at the same time, Southampton can score their goals. I like the over two and a half here. I got burned on the overs last week, but I feel confident this week, and I like the over two and a half here. Mm. 
I did take this game too. Uh, Manu definitely looks like they're playing a bit better as of late. But I, I, this the Southampton team, they're a little tricky to, to peg on. But I'm, I'm going to, again, roll the dice. I, I do like the numbers. I think Ings will get uh, – I think Ings is playing. Yeah, oh, he's not playing. playing. He's, oh. He's not playing. Yeah, he was out last week too. He, oh, I thought he was coming back. He got a, yeah, he got a bad leg injury. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, yep, going to kind of rethink this entire thing here. Um, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to remove it from the card. I like Man U money line here. I'm going no wings. I think they have. I think Southampton has a little bit more trouble scoring. Although Southampton is still unbeaten in the last five, three wins, two draws. So could see a draw here. But I agree with you guys. I think Man U starting to play a little bit better here, and without Ings, I see Manchester United winning by a goal. Okay. The next game, oh, the Uh-oh. game of the weekend. Uh oh. Yeah. It is pod versus pod. It is Chelsea versus Tottenham. All three of us got this one. I'll, I'll lead it off for you, boys. It It is another parlay more. <laughs> I am, I'm going at it. I love the Blues here. The Blues, money line, and over two and a half. I feel the goals. They're going to be coming. I think this is going to be goals, goals, goals in this game. Um, Chelsea's offense has been just been clicking on all cylinders. Tottenham, Kane, and Son have been – Absolutely unstoppable, but I think Chelsea at the end of the day have the better team and they will jump to the top of the table uh, with Liverpool and taking it. Well, the pod boys teams in the are all the goal scoring teams of the the table at this point. Uh, Chelsea leads the table with most goals for I think they have 22, whereas Liverpool and Tottenham ball have both have 21. I want to parlay this, I do, but I'm going to break it out into two bets, just because, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd rather try to at least win one, lose one, and not just lose an entire parlay. I definitely love the over in this game. Uh, Kane and Son, Kane has become just this prolific passer of the fucking ball to Son, and Son is just finding the back of the net time and time again. Fun fact, he has now scored more total goals himself than the entire Arsenal football club. Uh, that they have scored this season in EPL. So, fuck you, Arson. And uh, I'm going to go Tottenham on the money line, plus 250, along with the over two and a half. Yeah, I love the I love the over call here. So I'm going to stick with that. I honestly, in this game, I can see it going either way. Both these teams are in great form. Um, yeah, but I'm just hoping for goals, hoping for a good game to watch. So give me the over. I'm very excited to watch this game. I'm oh, what, is it 11:30 on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, and it's right before football. It'll it'll just go from Tottenham Chelsea right into football. It's it can, lovely. It could go good or bad. Well, it's yeah. gonna go good for one of us. Into. I would hate a draw. I guess at this point I would hate a draw. I would hate because <laughs> then Liverpool is gonna jump to the top of the table. Right, fuck it. <laughs> Where they belong. Oh, all right. Another game that all three of us have is the Arsenal versus Wolves game. This Arsenal team has been lackluster. Um, I just, I mean, I think this Wolves team is just a solid team. They they play to their opponents, and they play the top six very well. Um, and I'm going to take, actually, Wolves' money line here. I, I'm i not 100% confident in it, but Wolves' money line right now is at plus 280, and I like that Ooh. number. Um, so I'm going to take Wolves' money line. Damn, I love that number. I, I I don't love the number in terms of them winning, but I love the odds. 
Right? I love it. Shit. I kind of want to add that and make it a parlay. <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'm not doing it. Um, I'm going to go Wolves-Arsenal under 2.5. Uh, I don't see a very high-scoring game in this. Um, Arsenal, again, hasn't looked great. Wolves, they do play their the, the bigger clubs well. So uh, give me under 2.5. I think maybe a 1-0 game is destined to happen on this. Maybe a 1-1 draw. Yeah, I, I love the draw call here as well. I almost went straight out draw, but um, getting pretty good value at, with Wolves at plus one here. So that'll cover me with Wolves win or draw. So I'll take it. Wolves, Wolves plus one. All right. Getting into the Monday matchup. First Monday matchup, Leicester versus Fulham. I personally just love the overcall here. I think Fulham stinks. I think Lester's pissed that they just got beat 3-0. Vardy is going to be back. And I liked over two and a half here. Mm. I did take the game. Uh, but I actually went Fulham plus two. Uh, I think they do absolutely suck. But I think plus two, I, I think plus two is enough cushion for, for, for the boy over here. So I'm going to take a chance on Fulham. Uh, hopefully Vardy doesn't do Vardy things, and it just a nice simple game. Just phone plus two, take me into the promised land. <laughs> yeah, Leicester looked like shit against Liverpool, so I see this being a bounce back game, and I can see Leicester laying the wood here big time. Um, foam foam's very bad, so John, I wouldn't recommend that bet, but you do you. <laughs> You do you, boo boo. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take this game at all. Um, I could. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I honestly haven't seen Fulham play that much, um, and I wasn't super impressed with Leicester. But they do score some goals. Scored eighteen goals this year, and Fulham's given up eighteen goals this year. So you could see. You should, if I were to jump in this game, I'd be a size with the over. But I'll leave it alone. All right, and the last matchup of the week it is West Ham first. That's done. Via. Whoa. What was that, that is a shout out to Harlan. I got, <laughs> got the name correct. By the way, he Bring did back give, Austin. <laughs> he did give us a quick uh recap on what um what's Hanukkah. It ha- Hanukkah means. Jesus. I can't I can't get it. I can never get it right. Um, you'll get there. <laughs> I wish I wish I remembered exactly what he said, but <laughs> It was glorious on how he explained his analogy. His analogy for Hanukkah was, imagine you had 1% phone battery that lasted eight days. That's how you celebrate Hanukkah. Also, no one knows when it starts. Yeah, he was like, I don't even know when it starts, really. (laughs) (laughs) He celebrates it. With that being said, Aston Villa, West Ham, these are two goal prolific teams. I like over two and a half here. Give it to me all day. Cam, what you got? I'm just going to stick with West Ham. They're playing well. I like them to win. I'm going with West Ham money line for the second week in a row. Is Antonio and, back? No, he's not back. But they got it done against Sheffield last week. They got it done against Fulham the week before. Now they're playing Aston Villa. I don't know. I liked, I liked the way that the West Ham, West Ham team looked against Liverpool. I don't know. Granted, not having Antonio is 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 hurtful, but I think I think they get this done against Aston. Austin. I'm going to say Austin because I miss it already. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. I, like and, I did a little thing this week. I went just a two-team money line parlay. I took Liverpool and Leicester to win both on the money line. Uh, it's plus 140. I like it. Yeah, I got a, I like I got a three-team parlay. Oh, oh shit. Newcastle, Newcastle plus one, Liverpool money line, West Ham money line. Newcastle plus one, Liverpool money line. And what was it? West, West Ham money line. Well, I feel left out. I probably should have did one, but fuck it. I'm not going to do it. I'll let you guys have the fun this week. All right. Well, I think that's it, boys. J-Mo takes us out. Well, first of all, everybody, hope everyone has a lovely Thanksgiving, you and your families, and eat up some turkey, listen to some podcasts, play some bets, watch some games. But most importantly, look out for our posts later today and for the rest of the week on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter at Banged Up Bets. Uh, just to remind everybody, we are recording on Wednesdays, and our next podcast will be next Thursday, was when it will be posted on 12-3, where we are going to go over yet again football, football, and football, uh, hand and foot. So don't forget to hit like, subscribe, comment to get all the banged up latest. We are fucking out.